Hi, my name is Jerrica, and I'd like to welcome you to the Simple Question Series, a series on my channel where you ask a question, biblical or spiritual, and I try to answer it. If there's a topic you'd like to discuss or a question you'd like to ask, head on over to GhettoBibleTales.com, scroll down to the request section, and enter your request there. The Simple Question Series will be updated every Wednesday. Enjoy the show. Today's question is, how do you read the Bible? Reading the Bible is fairly easy. It's understanding the Bible that people seem to have a problem with. But really, it all boils down to four simple things. I like to call them the rules of context. If you're a watcher of my series, The Ghetto Bible Tales, before I start retelling Bible stories, I always give you the rules of context. Well, today, this video is going to give you a deeper dive into the rules of context. So, like I said, it all boils down to four things. First thing is language. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible wasn't originally written in English, okay? It was written Old Testament originally in ancient Hebrew and the New Testament, we get it from the ancient Greeks, okay? So as an English speaker, you need to think about the fact that this Bible was written in another language prior to you getting it. And even now, the different versions that are in English are still very different. For instance, the King James Version is written in Old English, which honestly can be kind of hard to understand if you're um 2022 reader of the Bible. Because for the longest, I didn't like the King James Version. But I read, however, I do read the new King James Version, which is a little bit more modernized than the old King James Version. Language is different. All languages are different. And the way that they structure their sentences are very different. English, Spanish, and French are not similar. So the, the structure is completely different than what we are used to. And sometimes when things are translated a certain way, um, it can cause a bit of confusion. The Hebrew language is much more flowery than the English language. And the translations can come off flat or confusing because in English we don't convey things the same way. You know, because English is very pretty straightforward and it's blunt. And honestly, English just doesn't have any feeling like it's just blah, you know. Um, that is why I feel like it is very important to study language and gain an understanding of the differences of Hebrew versus English or Greek versus English because that way you can dissect a sentence and figure out exactly the meaning of what they were trying to convey because um so sentence structure and sentence tone varies by language that's why it's very important to understand and dissect language and that would make it easier and less confusing when reading the Bible 
rule number two is history and culture, which kind of goes hand in hand with rule number one. So the Bible is the ancient culture of Israel. We as modern day readers tend to project ourselves on the Bible. I am a 30 year old black African American from the South. I cannot project my American culture, my African American culture onto the Bible because it will not work. The culture of the Bible is of ancient Israel and the rules and customs are vastly different from the ones that I live by today. So you have to be mindful of when you're reading the Bible that you do not project your culture onto the Bible. The Bible is ancient Israel culture and you will gain even more understanding of the Bible once you study the culture of ancient Israel. Rule number three reading the Bible as a whole. Oftentimes, the Bible is taken out of context because people take bits and pieces of the Bible and use it to further their personal agenda. In order for y'all to understand the Bible, it is very important to read the Bible in its entirety. For example, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give y'all an example of a scripture that has been taken out of context. So, a long time ago, someone um, who isn't uh, a follower of Jesus, they don't believe in Jesus, um, this person told me that Jesus wants you to hate your family and hate yourself. You shouldn't serve a savior like that. And so, they sent me the verse, Luke 14, 26. Luke chapter 14, verse 26. And Luke chapter 14, verse 26 says, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother wife and children brothers and sisters yes and his own life also he cannot be my disciple now if you are only reading that verse by itself yes it sounds like jesus is telling you to deliberately hate all of your family and follow him however that one verse is a part of an entire book Okay, and I'm not talking about just uh, Luke, the book of Luke. I am talking about from Genesis all the way up to Luke. Because the only way that you can understand Luke chapter 14 verse 26 is if you have read everything prior to this and you've gotten up to this point. Then by the time you read this verse, you will understand exactly in context what Jesus is saying. So for those of you that may have not read the Bible from Genesis up to Luke 14 26, let me break down to you what Jesus is saying in this verse. So if you have read everything prior to this, you will realize that Jesus is literally reiterating everything that God has said in the Old Testament up to Luke. The main message of Luke 14, 26 is Jesus saying, put God first. That's the main message. This is a message that God himself has taught over and over has regurgitated over and over throughout the entire bible up to this point so if you have read everything prior to luke you would already understand and know in context what jesus is talking about it's talking about put putting god first and also while we're still in discussion with Luke 14 26 it's not just the things that go prior to this you have to also read the things that come after Luke 14 26 to continue to understand exactly what Jesus is saying and doing right here 
So, at the time when he makes this statement, he's having a teaching moment with his disciples. Because in the next verses, he um, tells the story, he gives a parable, telling the story of building a house without first evaluating how much it would cost. Now, the thing about this verse is what God, what Jesus is saying is, Sometimes, well, first, you put God first. That is the first meaning of Luke 14, 26. The second meaning of Luke 14, 26 is once you put God first, you may lose everyone. Mom, dad, wife, husband, sister, brother, cousin, bestie, pastor, friend. You could lose all of them. That is the cost of putting God first sometimes. And basically, Jesus was saying, you know, if you don't put God first, then you can't follow me. It's impossible to follow God without first putting God first before, not just before um, your family and friends, but before yourself. God comes before you. Okay. So when you realize When you read the entire chapter of Luke 14, not just verse 26, but if you read the whole chapter, Jesus is having a teaching moment with his disciples, basically telling them to put God first. And he gives the parable of the person who's building a house without knowing how much it costs. And when you didn't evaluate the cost of what you were building, you end up with an incomplete house. So he's literally asking you, To put God first above everything, including yourself. That is what Luke 14, 26 means. That is a lesson that God himself has given from the book of Genesis all the way up to this point. And to take it even further, he even tells you to hate yourself. Now, he's not saying hate yourself, literally. What he's saying is deny yourself. Which was what God, so let's do, let's do, because the person that, that told this to me, they are not a Jesus believer, but they believe in God. Like they don't believe in the New Testament. They believe in the Old Testament. So when I'm, so now I need to draw comparisons to Old Testament. Okay. So when Jesus tells you to hate yourself, what he means is deny yourself, put God before yourself. Which was what God told the children of Israel in the book of Leviticus, chapter 23, verse 27. And they were offering sacrifice to God. And he had told them to deny themselves. The Hebrew phrase for that particular passage meant, you shall humble your souls. So this goes back to rule number one, where I talk about language. In English, it says, hate yourself, deny yourself. But the Hebrew meaning is, you shall humble your souls. So, in its its entirety, the meaning of Luke 14, verse 26 is, humble yourself before God. That is the only way you can be a follower of Jesus. Boom. You get all that from language, history, and culture, and reading the Bible as a whole. You do not take one scripture and try to use that one scripture just to 
to support your agenda. That's not what you do. You have to take the Bible is a complete body of work. You have to take the whole body to to explain what this means or to understand what this means. You you must read in its entirety. That is why I think it is very important to start reading your Bible in the book of Genesis and go all the way up to Revelations. I don't think you should start in the middle. I don't think you should start in the New Testament. I just I think you should just start from the beginning. So you can have a complete understanding of everything that is going on in context. But however, I know that this the Bible is still a lot to unpack and can still be, you know, challenging. So, in the beginning, when you start reading your Bible, it is okay for you to focus on one book at a time one chapter at a time or one verse however just do it in order for instance just start on the book of genesis and sit with the book of genesis for a while before you move on to the next book so for instance my my i I know someone who sat in the book of numbers for almost a year and now i can't tell that person anything about the book of numbers they know the book of numbers inside and out completely from beginning to end and that's because he sat with the book of numbers for a very long time so you don't have to rush to get through the entire bible it is okay just take that one book and study that one book for a long time or study that one chapter for a long time i remember for a long time i was in to Psalms 91 and I would I studied that 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 chapter that book for a long time before I even read anything else but I advise people to start from the beginning and it's okay to start small if you want to focus on one verse or one to five verses you know gain understanding of that and then move forward that is fine take your time just make sure that you read everything in its entirety do not try to take one verse and expand it on this grand scale to try to make it mean something to support your agenda that's just not how it works the final rule of context which honestly is the most important rule of context is the holy spirit listen all the different translations of the bible the changing of the hands of the bible the omitted books of the bible the switching up of words none of that matters as long as you have the holy spirit the holy spirit is a teacher the holy spirit is the best teacher it is vital if you want to gain an understanding of god and the bible It's impossible really to understand the Bible without the Holy Spirit. So, I guess your next question is, how do you get the Holy Spirit? Wouldn't you like to know? Thanks for tuning in. You can follow the show on all social media at Ghetto Bible Tales. Head on over to GhettoBibleTales.com and you can sign up for the mailing list so that you can be notified of updates and other things. You can also request topics or stories that you'd like for me to discuss on the show. 
Once again, I'm your host, Jerrica, and this has been the Ghetto Bible Tales. New episodes are posted every Wednesday and every Sunday. Mm-hmm.